gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a soggy dog. Hey, welcome to Dog Talk Live. Sorry I did not give everyone the prerequisite warning that we're going to be on today, but much to my dismay, I thought that this year was going to be something where I had lots of time and uh, once uh, training dogs went home and I've been besieged by uh, chores and projects around the house as well as we bought a new hunting property and trying to get that up to speed, getting dogs bred, having litters. I just went from one type of busy to another. So here we are now with Dog Talk Live. Uh, we try to do at least once a week. I'm hoping to get back to where we do twice a week, especially once we get into hunting season a little further and I get caught up on my chores around here and stuff done. But uh, we are here today. Dog Talk Live's last 15 to 30 minutes. And what we try to do is we try to answer questions for you, our proud listeners and viewers here on the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, as well as on our Facebook page, and get uh, our audience engaged. So these are only as good as the questions that we get. So please, if you get questions, let me know what they are. Uh, type them in as a comment. We try to answer them. If you're watching this after the fact, please still put in your question. I always come back and check our Dog Talk Lives at a later date. If you are listening on our podcast, we have a Facebook page called Sporting Dog Adventures. And that is a large page that we uh, do these platforms on once a week so you can be involved in the conversation as well. So again, Dog Talk Live is here. We uh, are more than happy to answer questions. And we have the dogs who just, hold on, brought us a moose. This is Scarlet's moose. Scarlet is very happy to take her moose. Mussy Pot Memphis is here. Memphis is back in the house. She is right there, and she is basically going to try to beat up on Scarlet. It's funny because when people come into our house, we always get the same thing, how sweet Memphis is as a, as a dog. And they talk about what a sweet dog she is. She's actually kind of a thug. Uh, Memphis is 50 pounds, and she runs the house. Uh, if anyone has a toy or a bone, she just goes over and takes it. And it is it is kind of funny watching here you have this dog that was such a sweet disposition towards people and she is definitely the alpha in the house so it is uh i, I should get her a uh a shirt called thug life i think that would be very fitting for memphis so that she uh, could wear that with pride so again please let me know what questions you have let me know what we can help with i'm going to put my email up sportingdogtv at gmail.com so you can email me questions if it's something you don't want to ask here on Dog Talk Live. Uh, we also uh, are, have our page on uh, our kennel, Soggy Acres Retrievers. That is up. We will have some videos up later today of some puppies. Um, we've got uh, two litters in right now and several do. 
and it will be something that uh, is, is kind of neat for everyone. I'm trying to get them up more than once a week, but at least once a week we put up these videos and you can see just how fast these puppies grow. When you do pop in to watch this Facebook Live, please let us know where you're from. It's always great to see how far away we have people that listen to us and get your impact on uh, the dog world, your questions, and all that good stuff. Sherry's checking in for Pennsylvania. Welcome, Sherry. Good to see you again. Got Ashley checking in from Maryland. Ashley uh, just put a deposit down on a puppy, and she is going to be getting a fox red soggy dog from uh, our female Annie. Uh, fox red is a yellow Labrador retriever. Yellows range anywhere from a white to a rust-colored uh, coat. Fox red would be on that rust-colored end. So it is a uh, that is basically how the yellow color works in Labrador retrievers. Annette checking in. Help my dog has resource guarding. She gets the brutal when I have to take something away from her. She changed into a maniac. She's a cocker spaniel. Annette, one thing you can do is try to take away whatever she is guarding. Uh, the other thing you can do is reprimand her and tell her no. If that doesn't work, I would collar condition your dog and then reinforce the no command uh, with a collar, with a uh, neck from the electric collar so that it keeps her in line. Good morning, Mark. You are burnt out in Oregon. Our uh, kind of crazy. Our thoughts are with uh, everyone with the uh, fires on the West Coast. Our sunrises a few times have been hazy and it is from the smoke here in Wisconsin that has traveled from the West Coast. So that shows you the impact and the size of those fires. I read one thing where it said an area the size of New Jersey has burned in California. So hopefully we can get those under control. Hopefully they stop people from lighting them that are doing arson. And hopefully uh, everyone can figure out proper uh, forest management so that these things don't happen in the future. Hello from Nebraska, Emma. Mr. Rush from Jackson checking in. Scott Dixon from Dallas, Texas. Good to see you. Jameson Lee, morning. Groomer here from Pennsylvania. Good to see you. David Harris, uh, let's see. What would be something I should have my in my blind bag for Ripley that someone wouldn't think of? David, something in your blind bag for your dog. I would have gauze. I would have uh, some type of a triple antibiotic and I would have something called vet wrap which is usually sold in the horse uh, section it's a stretchy uh, wrap much like an ace bandage um, that you can uh, cut to length it's on a roll and that would be something that would be wonderful for you to have because if your dog did have an injury you can put direct pressure on it with that vet wrap so that you can get them to uh, where you can either care for them yourself or get them care Bob Schwee, good morning from Appleton, Wisconsin. I have an almost five-month-old lab. He's on a doubles. He's on doubles, collar conditioned, and retrieving pigeons. He also has gunfire over him multiple times. Seen the issue hunting in the seer. Uh, Bob, if you've got a five-month-old lab and you've put him through all that, I, I would tell you it's too young, um, but uh, more power to you. I don't work with dogs until they're six months old. Um, the one thing you do not have on there is that you have force fetch done. If your collar conditioned, is the dog completely under control and not moving at all? Uh, you want to make sure that you have everything as far as control done prior to the dog uh, being out, taken out in the field. Again, I don't do anything with dogs until they're six months old because the pressure that you put on them when you're doing a true uh, training is too much for a uh, what would be considered a puppy. 
I don't start force fetch with the dog until they're at least six months old because they still have their baby teeth in. So you want to make sure that you're being fair with them on that. Um, as far as, again, hunting, I, I'm a proponent that you don't take dogs out until they're nine months old because that is when they have all of their training uh, done. I just think you risk too much trying to hurry them along. Uh, when you think of it overall, the uh, the overall length of the, the, the dog's life and hunting career. So that would be my opinion on that. Uh, first aid kit with everything from Band-Aids to tourniquet. Get the wrap. Yeah, David, if you get the vet wrap, um, it's, again, in the horse section of your farm and barns. Uh, vet wrap is a great thing. I, uh, I, I love it. I use it for dogs. I've used it for everything from a dog having a laceration on their ear. Uh, to stopping unwanted licking uh, when dogs are constantly licking. Just make sure that with this vet wrap it's stretchy. Uh, make sure that you are not tying it too tight so you're basically making a tourniquet for it. You can get to the point where dogs will lose blood flow or they'll lose blood return and the area that you have it wrapped will then swell. And once it swells, then it will make it worse. So just something to consider. All right. Again, please keep the questions coming. It is great to be back here on Dog Talk Live. Our, let's see, I'm going to look up our <coughs> podcast for everyone so that we can get people to go over there. The podcast, we're doing anywhere from, I would say, two to three podcasts a week is the goal. So there is the link for that. Let's see, Shelly, I have a dog that's through force fetch. She has taken two chomping. We are currently visiting force fetch on the table, walking fetch, and onto ladder and FTP. No birds drills at the time to get ready to reintroduce birds. Let's see, any advice? Yeah, Shelly, you obviously know what you're doing because you uh, went back in your training. Again, when you are training a dog for everybody else and you run into issues, if a dog is having uh, issues, you uh, need to take a step back and go back to working with the dog so that uh, they're under control. Um, if you've got a dog that's got issues in, in stuff, uh, retrieves in water, work with them on land, fix things on land, and then go back to water. Uh, what I would do is uh, I would work with uh, fresh kill birds, Sherry, so that the bird is not uh, moving at all, getting the dog excitable. And then I would work with them, once you get to that point, I would work with them on a uh, walking hold with the dog and nick them if they start to uh, chomp on the bird and tell them to hold. Um, it, it's very hard to say everything you would do with a dog unless you see them, but it seems like you kind of have your uh, finger on the pulse of, of the training of the dog. So I would, I would definitely think you did right going to step back, and then I would work with them on a walking hold, and I would do that quite a bit. Uh, I got one dog back in that I had trained uh, earlier this year. The dog went home in July, was in great shape. Uh, the owner uh, has let him, I think people basically from what I can tell, played with the dog, especially on water. It does great on land still, but on water, the dog does not want to take a direct line. It does not, to, to pick something up, does not want to go pick things up if you put any pressure on them. He was e-collar conditioned and e-collar uh, force-fetched. So the nice part about that is when the dog decides he's not going to pick something up, I will nick him with the collar and tell him fetch. Uh, within a couple of days working with the dog, I have him turned around to the point where he's in pretty good shape. So we should be able to get him so that he is uh, back in, in, in complete control. And then I've uh, told the owner that uh, we need to both work together 
go over, I guess, how he is working with the dog, give him some pointers, and just make sure that he understands uh, what he needs to do in the the uh, different, I guess, the different standards he needs to have when working with this dog. It's fine to play with dogs once they've been trained, but don't play with them with their training uh, items, and don't if you start to see issues, uh, shut down that type of play with them so that they get to the point where they understand what work is and what play is. So that would be my suggestion on that. Let's see, Emma, what are some priority things to be working on with a five-month-old yellow lab? Emma, at five months old, they are still puppies. I don't work with them on anything at a, uh, I guess, pressure level until dogs get to be six months old. I would work with the dog uh, on walking on lead, making sure they heal. I would work them on sit. I would work them on calm, coming to their name as well as kennel. Uh, you're going you're gonna to get to the point here in another month where you get your adult teeth in. And at that point, I would start with your force fetch. I would start with your e-collar conditioning. And I would start with your hunting obedience, which is obviously different than puppy obedience. So that you're putting the dog under pressure so the dog understands that they have to listen at all times. Mr. Newman, good to see you from Verona. Let's see. We're ready for our duck opener Saturday in Minnesota. Yes, that is fantastic for you, Dan. I'm in the southern part, southern zone of Wisconsin, so we do not open until October 3rd, but we had teal season and we had our youth duck season last weekend. So I have been out in, in waders, I can honestly say, more times this year uh, than any year in the past because when I had the TV show, we would often uh, field hunt. And I've been in waders, I think, 10 days total so far, with many to come, and I am excited. Make sure you do send us pictures of your dog with those birds so we can see uh, we can see uh, how you did. Uh, the bird's been gassed or fresh shot. Yes, Sherry, I would go with a bird that is uh, fully dead, um, so it's not moving around. Uh, when birds move and they're, 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 they're still... Uh, uh, somewhat alive, which not to be gruesome, but uh, that gets a dog excited, and then they want to chomp down one to kill it, but two just because they get so so excited. So I would work with birds that are fully dead, and that you can work with them in a controlled atmosphere. I don't think it's kindness, Sherry. I think it's uh, me trying to bloviate about the little bit of experience that I have training dogs. So don't, 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 uh, don't, don't thank, thank me for my kindness, but, uh, I really enjoy being on here. I really enjoy helping people get involved in the sport that I love. Um, I, big thing about me, never take it as offensive. If I give you a straight up answer on things, I, I have this very bad thing where I don't have filters. Um, so I do not sugarcoat things. I just tell you what my thoughts are. Um, it's never to demean people. It's more to help people and educate people so that you will have success. And so that you don't, uh, get to the point where you, uh, set your dog back in training, uh, where you don't get them gun shy and so that your dog and you can see the full, I guess, level that dog can achieve uh, in their training. Um, I often get the comments of people when they have their dogs trained by me or when they uh, uh, see our dogs, they say it's the greatest dog I've ever seen. And what people don't realize is that all dogs can get to the point where they are fully force-fetched out, holding and coming into heel. Uh, they can all be at, uh, all get there as long as they have drive and they've been bred uh, for hunting. Again, just because you have a hunting breed does not mean it's bred for hunting. But if you have a dog that has all the drives necessary, you can get them to that point. It is that people don't understand 
what their standards should be. And 90% of the dogs never reach anywhere near even half their potential. These are such wonderful, beautiful animals, and they have so much ability. And it is my hope that by being as honest and open and here for questions, that I can help people achieve that with their dogs so that they can get to the point where you're in the field and you really, really get to enjoy them. <clears throat> I do apologize to everyone. Uh, I know I've gotten... Uh, numerous messages as well as a few phone calls and texts asking when we were going to do our dog talk lives again. I have just been so darn busy uh, that I just haven't had time. Um, I've, I've got a uh, project here now in my, on my property at home where I'm going to be cutting three trees a day because we have a bunch of dead trees uh, because we had so much water on our property for so many years. Uh, many trees passed away and uh, they, uh, passed away. I make it sound like it's an animal. Many trees have died. Uh, so I've got a lot of dead trees that are near the house or that would fall in the driveway. So I'm cutting uh, three trees a day to uh, get them uh, down, get them burned, and uh, also some other stuff around our place that really needs attention. Uh, after you do your dog training, it's six months of controlled chaos as you're working with dogs and having litters. My son once asked, he's like, Dad, he's like, what is your normal day like? And I'm like, well, my normal day is where I plan everything out. And then I just basically try to adjust for what happens during my normal day because things just come up when you deal with animals and you deal with uh, training as well as puppies where you're constantly uh, zigging and zagging throughout a day. I rarely get done what is on my list of things that I'm going to try to accomplish for that day. So hopefully here I'll get caught up. Hopefully we'll do uh, more Dog Talk Lives, more uh, Sporting Dog Adventures podcasts, and uh, really get after it as we get into the fall. Uh, but at the same time, I get to enjoy hunting, so it's hard there too. But uh, that is, we're coming up on uh, 15 minutes. We're at 17 minutes. So we are going to give a last call for questions. Uh, if you have questions, please let us know. If you don't have them uh, where you want to ask them here, uh, feel free to send me a message. Uh, if you are watching after the fact, you can feel free to type a message on and I will come back and answer it with a comment. I'm being bit by Scarlet here. She is just the good, good puppy. She likes to likes to play. Um, she is, uh, her and Memphis are back. Memphis is her partner in crime. They're both in the house. Uh, they, uh, it, it's, it's funny watching two dogs that are best friends, but they definitely are. Once we brought Memphis back in, it was like nonstop uh, playing for the two of them. So it is uh, good to have her back. We've got two dogs. Uh, wish us luck in the HRC Grand that, that is being run in Kentucky. Uh, our dog uh, Tank and our dog Ace are both running, so hopefully we can get Ace's second pass and Tank's first pass on the HRC Grand, and we will get some uh, more titles on them. But uh, with there being no further questions, we are going to call it for the day. Thank you so much for listening to our Dog Talk Live I do appreciate the fact that uh, there are many options out there on the internet that you can uh, watch and view, but you guys take your time to watch us. You guys have a great day and God bless. Sporting dog adventures run.